up, guys? This is a very special episode, not only because I have two guests on at the same time, but because those two guests are Ryan Reese and Sonny Sandoval of The Whosoever's. Oh, you might also know Sonny from P.O.D. Yep, you better feel so alive right now. Ryan has a new book called Kill the Noise, Finding Meaning Above the Madness, which you can pre-order now at thewhosoevers.com. The Whosoevers also have a new documentary called Full Send, which you can watch for free right now at whosoevers.com. Additionally, I've been jamming P.O.D.'s 2018 album Circles pretty much nonstop. Not sure how I missed the boat on that one, but toot toot. On this episode, we get into Ryan's book, Sonny's push and pull when it comes to healing, not getting in people's faces in regards to ministry, and so much more. So here is Ryan Reese and Sonny. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I think... Uh, oh, here. Sorry, you just... Oh, sure. He, he says, call me, or I do, I call them, they're supposed to call me. Yeah. Um, okay. He's ready. I'll, I'll try him again here. Yeah, I think, uh, hey, what's up, Sonny? Hey, what up, man? Hey, thanks for taking the time. I'm glad we yeah, could have you... uh, everybody all at once. Yeah, did you guys call me already? Because I've, I've been sitting here. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> maybe like maybe like 60 seconds ago, and it just, oh, okay, just okay. kept going. Yeah, yeah, all good. Um, what up, dude? What up, what up? Sorry I'm in the car, man. Oh, no problem. I'm trying to get to the skate park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's, when's the last time you guys saw each other, actually were able to hang out in person? A lot. I don't know. Recently, right? When didn't we? Oh, at the premiere. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. We stay in contact a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just talking to Ryan about the about the book. I think, uh, you know, I was saying I'm only three or four chapters into it, uh, so it's it's hard to have, like, the full picture, but I've, I've certainly heard your testimony a lot of times. And I think mm. something starting out in the beginning of a book like this is – and it make it takes me back to the youth group days of like where you read a book, you heard a testimony, and all you remember when you leave is like all the gnarly stuff. And they like yeah, with yeah, the last yeah. like two minutes they're like, and then I found God and everything's great. And you're like, dude, can you believe all that stuff that guy went through? Yeah. So I love that you didn't that's all the sugar. Yeah, exactly. I remember that's that's the um that's the first two chapters. It's mm-hmm. like the gnarliness and then you find God, but then from that point on where you where you're at now, I start walking people through the process of sin, the Holy, the Holy spirit, God's call, mm-hmm. identity, your identity in Christ. I just, it's, it's a tool to, to, to send people on their, their way that should lead them into the great commission. It's not just like, Oh man, I was with a bunch of strippers of cocaine and party like a rock star. <laughs> and then I found God and yeah, man. So yeah, good luck. That's no, it's, yeah. It's actually like this is how you actually walk out your faith. Yeah, and I just don't feel like you see that as much uh, yeah. anymore. That 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 structure of it. I mean, I remember kids leaving church or leaving, like going to a Christian high school, leaving talks like that and being like, "Well, I guess if I want to be a youth pastor one day, I better start doing coke now." Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's <laughs> that's that's the thing. I think Ryan has, and both of us, you know, we've told our so- story so much. Mine's not as gnarly as Ryan, but at some point, you almost feel like you're um not bragging about it you know what i mean but mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about it when it's like 
you know, obviously people need to see, you know, what, what's happening because that's they can understand God's forgiveness, God's grace. But really, we're in that season of our life where it's like, yeah, I just want to glorify God. Like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. But, you know, for someone who's picking up for the first time, you know, that's how they're going to identify and say, dude, that was I was that kid, too, or, or that mm-hmm. I am that person. Mm-hmm. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hear people talk stuff and sometimes I'm like, and a lot of times they, they, they exaggerate or they brag about it because, you know, they feel like they have to prove something um, to be credible. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or I, I see kids that are like, they feel like they have to build a testimony and then they can tell the great story how God saved them. When I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I don't want that for my kids. Mm-hmm. The best story I want is like, dude, my yeah. family found Jesus dude they raised us right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. in the ways of god and dude i've been blessed ever since you know what i mean like and i i don't want to do those things i don't you know yeah. it's like i don't want my kid to have to go through 10 years of like misery you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's hard to you know you gotta you have to talk about those things but sometimes you just get sick of talking about those things I, yeah. i've been approached the two book deals i had prior to this one they were both uh, deals to do my my um, my testimony, my bi- biography, uh, and I was like, I turned them down because I'm like, dude, I don't like Sunny said. I'm trying <laughs> to go and tell all this crazy stuff to where I'm at. You know, I, I want to like, like when I read Head's book, Save Me from Myself, I was that kid or that like I felt like a kid, yeah, skateboard. I'm, I, my mind's still like a kid. Uh, <laughs> I was I was that guy that walked in that bookstore. And I was in the church and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, like I, I knew Sonny. So I'm like, okay, at least I know I can relate to this guy. But then I'm like, I'm in this church and I'm in this bookstore and I'm like looking around. I'm like, I'm going to buy a Bible, but nothing else looks interesting. <laughs> uh, and, but I saw head on the front cover of this magazine or this book. And I was like, who is that? Cause I didn't follow corn. Mm-hmm. You know, they were here from Huntington beach area, like, you know, living there. So they were in my circle, but they weren't actually like, I wasn't connected with them, you know? Um, but I remember seeing him and I was like, okay, who's this? And they're like, that's a guitar from corn. I'm like, well, yeah, everyone knows corn, you know, they're all over freaking MTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I bought it. And as I started reading his testimony, Instantly, in those first couple chapters, I was like, okay, I can relate to this guy. He's yeah, like, yeah. And that's what those two chapters are in my book. It's yeah. like, it's like, okay, those guys that are going to pick that up, that some mom or some cousin or aunt or uncle is going to go, hey, man, I know you don't like God. I know you don't care. You think religion is a bunch of bull crap? Check this out. Yep. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to be able to get the guy in the first two chapters. Yeah, and the, you do yeah. such a good job of not sensationalizing it. That's I think that's yeah. probably a tough line to walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, with the with the documentary, there's so many so many things I want to touch on, but the the big thing that struck me right away is how how well you guys do with kind of cultivating that community. Like you show up to a skate park, and it just seems like there's swarms of people, you know, that mm-hmm. are attracted to this thing. So that that was part of it there's also that tenacity that skateboarders especially have of landing a trick i won't give too much away from the documentary <laughs> but i i'm curious how how or if you can kind of relate that tenacity to what you do in ministry and the whosoever is that you know it's it's guys that are can't land a trick 20 times and are breaking their board and i i you say this in, i think in the documentary too like you don't see that that type of passion in other sports necessarily so can you i'm trying to draw a connection i don't know if there is but can you relate that to what you guys do what you said to go for well 
I mean, I think a lot of that, you know, I think with this documentary, we just really wanted to show that it, there really is a connection that we have, um, you know, with, with, with people, I don't want to say people of the world, but just people like ourselves, you know what I mean? We can go in there, you know, I think when I see that, and I'm not in this documentary, but when I see that, I, I kind of relate that to just our walk uh, with, with Jesus. It isn't this one time I said a prayer, dude, my, and then my life is great all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a sales pitch. It's like, dude, I've been walking with the Lord for a long time and it's a dude, it's hills and valleys, ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? I do. I have high moments, I have low moments, but this is the journey, but I know that God is good. And I, and I walk with God, um, um, you know, but I think, I think with the kids, it's just, uh, we've in the last 11, 12 to 13 years, we've been doing this. Um, we've always had a, a mindset to be honest, to be real, to be vulnerable you know what I mean? And to go in there with, you know, with our hearts on our sleeves, um, because I think the, the kids, they, they need to see that, you know, they mm-hmm. don't, they don't relate with the institution of Christianity. They, you know, unfortunately they don't relate to Jesus right now because they've been looking at the wrong people. And so for us, we can go in there and just say, dude, Hey, this is my story, but even better, this is my story now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's very, very simple. And I think in, in, in ministry, sometimes they've, they've, complicated it too much you know what i mean so and everything ryan was saying about like his book and or head's book it's like dude pod music because we were known to be you know christians it's the same way they put our music 20 30 or 30 years ago in the bible bookstores and they were passing us up you know moms were passing us up but <laughs> the kids were like cover. mom please let me <laughs> let me listen to this i swear yeah. mm-hmm. why would they why would they be in this bookstore if they're not christians you know like please yeah, and so it's the same old story re- re- repeating itself, dude. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I, I really, um, I, I really believe that you know, even when Ryan's book and the documentary, it's very transparent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's no agenda, dude. You know that's what's real, and you can't even get that across. Where it's like, dude, you don't realize, dude. We just jumped in a van and we we went. Mm-hmm. We just went. There's no, you know. If there's no game plan of like, yeah. you know, there's no schedule and itinerary every day, every day, this is what you're going to do. It's like, no, dude, we showed up expecting a lot. And then when nobody came, the right people came, yeah. you know, and it was just, it's just, it's just awesome, dude. You know, and, and Ryan, he, he relates and that's his world too. It was skate world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's what, what you were saying as well is, um, you know, just the plan to like, just make it an idea of, of, of going out to Idaho, you know, in the film, it was during the pandemic. That's what's so cool about this film is this is when everyone's on lockdown and people are scared to go outside because they think they're going to drop dead from the virus. Like, <laughs> it's like the walking dead out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in my house. I'm living in Orange County and at the time, so it's a little bit more open, like more, like, people still weren't out. I was still going out and skating schools and stuff. All the marks was <laughs> and, and I'm like, dude, we have to be able to do something because we're watching the news. We're hearing that. Depression's going up, suicide's going up, spousal abuse is going up. One of my family members works at the big hospital here in, in South Orange County, and they're seeing an increase of all this, the effects of the, the lockdowns, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And even with youngsters, it was going up even more. So at that point, I just, you know, we always go back, we're Bible people. So we believe in every word of the Bible. We don't change it, we don't manipulate it. It is what it is. And Jesus, the model is that he just went from town to town, village to village. And he was just with the people. He would surface in, in the temples or the churches and he would break open the scriptures. But then he was out in the streets 
mm-hmm. and just with the common people, loving people and, and having conversations. And we just took that model and we decided that Idaho, there was an opportunity because it was open and we, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get permits. We, we just made flyers. <laughs> I, I really Googled, I we're not bragging about, we're not bragging about that. That's just the truth. No, I'm just telling you, like, we, we didn't, cause we knew that that could shut down the opportunity so you know living by faith is believing in something that doesn't necessarily exist in front of you you don't see yeah. it so i got the, the names of the skate parks the addresses it, it was because i was so i didn't know the area i actually had the wrong address for one of the skate parks from the website <laughs> that i actually uh put on there like that's how like just stepping out my yeah. faith this was and we went and we promoted to let, I met with the kids, skated with them. And even worse off is I was even hurt at that time. My back was out. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really skate, skate. I could only just kind of roll a little bit. Couldn't even crack an ollie. And mm-hmm. God used that as an opportunity for me to talk to the kids. And when we showed up, it was just, you saw the film. Yeah. And yeah. got saved. And parents got saved. That's really cool. (laughs) I think it's just encouraging for for me. I'm 35, like to see that that type of thing that I saw at 16, at 17 is still occurring where, you know, Sonny, I'm sure you get this all the time, but I mean, seeing the Southtown video for the first time and being like, Mm. Christians can look like that's okay. Yeah, like, right, right. You know, it was on the Christian channel and, you know, you were in the Christian bookstore. So like you said, if, if you're in this cloud, in this bubble, then it should be okay. Um, yeah. seeing guys like you, you guys, MXPX and, and just being like, oh, like, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't think that you could look this way, sound this way and still be right. like with still be in the club. Um, so it's, it's cool to see that that is occurring to 15, 16 year old kids now that that's still, that's still a thought, I guess. That yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the story and history of, of POD, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? But for those, you know, which, which have that heart and mindset, just, you know, I believe that whosoever does we're called to the world. You know what I mean? Like, dude, we, we can go and throw Christian festivals and probably make a lot of money, dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, have a, have, have great turnouts, every youth group in the area and have one big Jesus hallelujah party. And it looks amazing. And, and it even looks like 100% ministry, you know, but dude, that's, and unfortunately, you know, whatever, you can leave that up to other people. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, we're, we're trying to reach the people that are never going to come to those things. Never going to come to those events. You know, and like you said, you were in youth groups. Sometimes, um, you know, I, I know those kids that were like, dude, I wasn't allowed to do nothing. I was sheltered. I was, everything was evil. You know, they're afraid of their own shadows. When that's like, what scripture are you reading? Mm-hmm. Like, what, 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 what Jesus are you serving? You know, where, what model are you, you know, are you, yeah. are you living? And so, dude, that's for us. It's like, again, not all the time do we know what we're doing. We just, we just have in our heart this urgency to just go, dude. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it. I've seen it with Ryan and, you know, dude, though, you know, myself too. We'll walk up to a kid and just sit with the kid for hours because like, dude, this is what mm-hmm. God didn't call us to do a festival, dude. He led this kid straight up to us. Ryan and I, so many times we've sat down in, in coffee shops, dude, just praying like, man, we just want got to do something and then the waitress will come up and be like dude i saw you guys sitting here like what's up and we're like dude that was god like we you know what i mean we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't ask we didn't i mean we didn't like hey can i tell you about jesus yeah it's like we we, we always need this proof like dude, god it's got to be real man like mm-hmm. we're not standing on the corner you know waving around tracks or whatever it's like it's got to be from you like holy spirit led 
And then when that waitress or that kid comes up and we're like, dude, we were just sitting here having coffee and we got to share the gospel with that person. Like, you know, we didn't do anything. And then this is a confirmation that, dude, God's doing something cool, you know, whether it's yeah. one person or, or, you know, we've thrown festivals as well. And we've seen, we ran out of Bibles. We passed out over 4,000 Bibles one time at a exit concert. And we were like, man, we, we thought we were going to have extra, but these kids were like, I want a Bible. I want a Bible. So we've seen some cool stuff, dude. Yeah. Over the, uh, I, cause I'm connected with the Gideons. Cause in my story, I kissed yeah. all the Gideon Bibles. <laughs> And one of the Gideons wrote a book, and, and it was I got it actually from the Gideons when I was there at the headquarters. And in the back, it, it had this verse that I forget somewhere in the New Testament. I gotta find it, but it talks about praying for open doors. And I forget how it's worded, but he uses this verse as a uh, Gideons are like the Great Commission. And you pray like what Sonny was saying, God, like here we are, like <laughs> open a door, bring someone to us. And literally, yeah. God brings people. And it's like every yeah. time I say that sneak in prayer. God, whatever you want to do today, you want me to talk to some people, bring them. And God just brings people. But we get so caught up and we forget about, we get so busy about God's business. Like, I'm working for God. I'm doing that. Instead of just being like, hey, God, what do you want to do today? I'm going to work, but you bring who you want. Not like what I'm envisioning ministry is. Because I believe, you know, I told Sonny, we've done the... 20,000 people music festivals, the 10,000 people, LA, Las Vegas, all Christians and mainstream bands. We've had that full, full crowd and you could speak to like 20,000 people and yeah, you know, but for me, where I'm at in my life, I love the one-on-one yeah. just seeing when God moves and like yeah. God, when you share and you're seeing in their face that it's clicking yeah. And not only that, you're praying and you lay hands on them and they get filled with the Holy Spirit. And they're like, like the one girl in the Montana film that's coming out next. Yeah. She's like, oh, what, oh my gosh, what was that? She's like, I'm not scared. <laughs> that was weird. What was that? And she, and, and she was excited. She got filled with the Holy Spirit. And yeah. when they thought that in action, you lay hands on people, they receive the Holy Spirit. And, and she's never been to church. And she's like, I'm just saying, like, I've never been to church. She's yeah. like, and we're in a church parking lot. And mm-hmm. she's like, I've never been to church. And she's like, I just never, in the film, she's like, I just never felt love like this before for people. Yeah. Or, yeah. And that is more power. I, I, that is such, that was so much more powerful than me going, dude, I was in front of 20,000 people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. I like or 20,000 people gave their lives to the Lord. Yeah. Look I, at me, pat yeah. on the back. I like I like the personal story of the interaction and even talking to them after and just hearing their story. And that's for me, and that's what Jesus did. He was in the festivals, I guess, the 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 um yeah. the multitudes. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in that environment. But man, I just I'm so down with that, just those smaller crowds and just seeing God move. It's just I don't know. That's, dude, that's where I'm at. You now. said that. You said Sick. that. Perfect, dude. He was in 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 the gospels. He was with the multitudes, fifteen thousand people, twenty thousand people, and then it says that he even he specifically went across the Sea of Galilee because there was the the demon possessed man, and then it goes into that story. But it's like, dude, Jesus was intentional. You know, it's like, dude, there's this one cat over there across the sea. I gotta go. I gotta go touch <laughs> his life. You know what I mean? It's like it's intentional, and mm-hmm. I think the whosoever's man, it's a we've really focused in these last years about being in, intentional. And I, and you know, that's kind of been my way with POD too. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not at the Oz fest and then giving the gospel and giving an altar call. It's just more like, Lord, you, you we're here for a reason. 
you know, I know you're going to speak through the music. And sure enough, you know, you walk into catering, you're hanging out backstage, you know, talking to people and they're like, dude, so, hey, dude, tell me about, just tell me about like, you know, your faith and stuff, man. And it's like, sweet Lord. That's just, <laughs> that's what, that's why I'm here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude. And that's, those are those moments where you're like, dude, that was, that was the Lord because I'm not the one walking around. Like, hey, dude, let me tell you about Jesus. And, you know, right. so I can look good. I, I can report back to the whoever's keeping track. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the principle, the, the holy principle that I yeah. need to report in. That dude, I, I, I said this many prayers today. I read this many chapters. I, I led this many people to Jesus. You know, it's like it, I'm over all that stuff, man. There's got to be yeah. a bit of also, you know, know your audience. I mean, I don't. I, exactly. I would think you know, Ozfest, uh, something like that. Yeah, you're gonna have more. I hate to say luck, but I mean, yeah, you're going to have more of those conversations backstage <laughs> than, than being like, okay, I know I'm at this festival. That's very, not what I'm about necessarily. So like, let's really shake it up and do an altar call. Let's see what happens. Like there's still, you still got to think that stuff through, I assume. <laughs> I, I've been with Sonny. I can't even tell you how many times I've been with Sonny at, at Christian festivals, music, secular music festivals, and people just walk up and they're like, dude, I was in this crazy place in my yeah. life. And, like basically they weren't Christians or there were one guy was going to get, he was in the back of a car and they were going to get, he was going to get killed. We met him at Cornerstone. Yeah. And dude. Then Southtown came on and the skinheads started oh, pumping to Southtown. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like they ended up became, became friends and they let me out. This is what, right when they actually hijacked him and they were going to like, right. dude, anyway, I can tell you story after story, story, <laughs> that music that is just, because Sonny's a Christian, the Holy Spirit is flowing in and through him and it's pouring out and the lyrics and everything's anointed and that's the way God works. And, you know, we got, we can't complicate things we, with the great yeah. commission. We just really got to simplify. And, and the most important thing is to have that intimacy with Christ, be in tune with what God wants to do. And when you show up where God, Michael Guido, our band pastor, uh, which he doesn't want to be known as a band pastor, but uh, <laughs> Michael Guido, our, our, our homie, he, uh, he says, Ryan, you don't want to go like put something together and say, God bless this. He's all, you want to go yeah. where God's blessing. Yeah. And that's where you're underneath the spout. You know what I mean? I want to be out where God's pouring out of spirit, not like, hey, God, pour your spirit over here. Oh, wait, you're not in this? But by your grace, you'll see something. <laughs> I'm trying to be like under the, the torrents yeah. of the living water. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. where it gets exciting. Well, yeah. I, I think that's something I know that I've had to learn a lot more in the last five, ten years is the the gracefulness in that i mean as as a kid again i remember thinking seeing you know oh pod is going to go on tour with you know lincoln park oh dude what if sunny talked to you know mike and like you know like just thinking yeah if, yeah if sunny's yeah. out there if this dude is out there who believes this thing like i'm sure he's he's talking to everyone like you know yeah, yeah. especially when it's influential people um but i think yeah. to learn that yeah like that that's not always the way to go about it is to be constantly shouting it and constantly in everyone's face about it and you yeah. wait for those conversations to come up Sly as sure. a serpent, gentle as a dove. It's it's about it's about relationships, and we see that clearly yeah. through the scriptures. Um, I didn't see uh, Jesus do uh, I, I, in that when Jesus was hanging out with Matthew and all the tax collectors. Uh, it just says they're all hanging out breaking bread. It didn't say that they all got you know that they all got yeah. saved and that they were just hanging out. It's a yeah. perfect story. Um, and also, uh, non Christians, when you're talking to them, they you know how they know Christians. They know Christians that they want to come up and they want to tell them that they're wrong and they want to close the deal. They want them to give their life to Jesus and close the deal so they can check it off the list. I led someone to the Lord today. Yeah, yeah. My job. <laughs> and then, then 
that Christian doesn't want any relationship to do. Yeah, with I don't want to live with them. That's, yeah. that's you can't <laughs> have my number. Yeah, they're not invited to my my house. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. So right? yeah, so it's like almost like an atheist needs to come up to the Christian and go, "Hey, man, God's not real. It's all fake. You need to denounce God." Okay, do it. Okay, check. I did it. Yeah. yeah think yeah. about that. The logic it's really backwards. Are you yeah. guys surprised at uh, kind of? I hate to say resurgence, but I I feel like there's so much in the media right now in Christian media about deconstruction. Uh, and that that's kind of become the buzzword, I think, of the last few years. Um, I know that I was just telling a friend that if, if someone were to ask me, are you a Christian? It's it's never just a flat yes anymore. It's always like, yes, but I know what you're thinking. Cause, and, you know, yeah. you always have to make all these, like, uh, caveats to it. Like, you know, but yeah, you know, I drink sometimes or I swear sometimes. Like, you have to end bigger you're topics. Always, yeah, dude. But that's, that's, you know, we say that all the time where it's like, dude, I mean, I would do that in you know, you're getting interviewed by Rolling Stone magazine, you know what I mean? And they're like, so are you guys, you know, so you're a Christian man? It's like, okay, but dude, what do you mean by that? Yeah, what do you think that means? You know what I mean? That's, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And then dude, and, and again, I think, I think in meeting so many people and having honest, genuine conversations with rock stars and athletes and all this stuff, you know, dude, they, the, the, the sad thing is, is they've been let down by yeah. Christians. They've been let down by their church. You know, they've been let down by, uh, a history of hypocrisy you know what i mean so that's how they identify jesus and so after a while i was like dude i can't defend that anymore because you're absolutely right you mm -hmm. i think you're absolutely right so you're scorned you're bitter towards towards christianity or towards jesus that which is the sad part but but blame it on christianity so dude we're trying to, to define what christianity is because mm -hmm. you know what i mean a lot of times in the western cultures they wear christianity like they wear their nationality they they know nothing about jesus but oh yeah but, oh yeah i'm a christian yeah. i mean i mean what is what's the percentage 80 some percentage or whatever in america they if you ask them they're dude, they're christians they have no idea what that means yeah they have they have no idea the the um you know the scope on their back when they when they claim to be christians but if it means a ticket to heaven and God's grace, cool, dude. Which is which is fine in a way. I don't even go down that hole of like being bitter about it. But it's like, as long as I've been a Christian, like I'm still, you know, almost 30 years deep. I'm like, I want more, God. Like I want to go farther. Not because I'm anybody, because you know, I've made more mistakes than anybody. But dude, just because I know you're good, I want to go farther with you, Lord. Like I want, you know, I, I want to earn the title, whatever Christian is. I do want to be a little Christ. I don't want to be a Christian. I, you know what I mean? Cause I, cause the world hasn't defined that yet, but if you're telling me I want to be a little Jesus dude, you know what I mean? And I, and I, I'll never come close, but I can sure give it my best if I, if I'm committed, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? In, in, uh, in, in the book that I wrote it, uh, it's called kill the noise, finding meaning above the madness. And I know that we're talking about it. So I'm going to, I'm going to plug it. It's, 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 uh, it's on Amazon and, Anywhere you buy books, Barnes and Noble, you know, Target, on, on all those those uh, places. But as we're talking about Christianity and what it is today, this is clearly why I told you how I wrote this book. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a tool, and I and I navigate through all these these subjects. I've been hanging out with Sonny and Head and different <laughs> uh, uh, Christians that are navigating in the in the secular world versus the Christian world, and that's basically the model of the apostles the model of, of, of the, the disciples and Jesus, what they were doing, Daniel, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I mean, let's think about these, these, yeah. these people that were, what about homeboy that was in a lot? Uh, 
um, uh, or in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was that lot. I mean, yeah. these people that were uh, uh, in the in the mix of secular society, but yeah, they were they were believers and they had to hold it down. So I go through it. I talk about Jesus in the punk rock um, chapter, punk rock Jesus identity crisis is that transformation of all right i'm a christian and now how do i operate and navigate in the secular world yeah. or maybe you're a christian and you know like you were saying wait pud they look like that they said wait that's okay that's yeah. that identity <laughs> crisis that people don't speak about what is okay what is not okay and then from there then i go into the shiny object shiny objects is the things of the world that you don't want to that Satan is going to use to pull you to pull you out, so you have to be able to navigate as you're going through secular society and Christian bubble. How do you navigate and you don't get hit up by those shiny objects? And then from there, I have the destroy all gods chapter. Destroy all gods are those things that are in our life that are pulling us away that we put in front of Christ. You know, is it your you know is it your you know maybe you're like you know you're you have a problem with drinking or, or pornography or or or, 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 you know, uh, you know, whatever it is, we all have these little gods in our life that we're like, Jesus, I love you so much, but I can't get rid of this porn problem, <laughs> you know, and you're putting that in front of Christ and not depending on the power. And, you know, you're watching this filth and stuff and it's not, you're not being holy as Christ has said in Leviticus 11, uh, 45 or uh, 11, 11, 45 says, for I am the Lord your God that I brought you up out of the land of Egypt that you may, you may be holy as I am holy. So how can you walk with Christ and be empowered with the Holy Spirit if you're literally caught up in these serving these little gods? We know these little gods that we speak about back in the Old Testament, you know, during the King Manasseh's reign in Second Chronicles, it talks about that in the church, in the temple, they had astrology they worship, the stars, they had Asherah, Molech. Ashraf was the god of sex. It was pornography. They would look at these statues, get aroused. Then they would break out into orgies within the temple and have sex, have unwanted babies, then get those babies and throw them to the god of Molech into the fire and burn them alive because they were uh, they were worshiping these gods. And when you look at all this stuff from the Old Testament, even to now, this stuff is actually happening in the church right now. And that's what this whole destroy all gods is. is as you get through this stuff, and you start destroying these gods, getting rid of these shiny objects, you find out who you are in Christ, that's when God starts moving in your mm -hmm. life and you're able to live that true Christian walk. Yeah. Are you, I, we're, we're at about 30 minutes here. Are you guys good for one more? Do you guys need to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a can of worms one though, however. Um, I want to talk about healing because that comes up a bit in the documentary. Um, it's something where I, I want to say that I've seen it at, you know, Cornerstone, Sleeping Giant shows, uh, you know, stuff like that. And but over the years, I've always gone back and forth with was that real? Was that adrenaline? Yeah, yeah. Is this a real? Can, can we really see that thing that we read about in the Bible actually here in modern day? Is that yeah. possible? Um, so I guess I'm curious what your maybe first experience was like with it or even a recent one. How do you dispel? <laughs> how do you dispel that? Like, no, it's, it's adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. It's it's this or that. No, like, no. Yeah. For yeah, sure, totally. dude. For sure, bro. I, I'll 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 speak on that real quick. Um, I'm I'm just like you, dude. I'm 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 solid foundation. I I don't need um I don't even need those things in my life to prove that God's real. I uh you know I don't need to have these super highs with the Lord to just keep my faith going. Like I, dude, good or bad, I know God is good. I know He's real. 
I don't need any more proof in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but I think what's happening now, we live in such a society, um, even as those days of the disciples, when Jesus said, dude, you do the things that I, I'm doing, you will do those. They needed, they needed a touch from God. They needed proof. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't been watered down the way we have in all the, these years of this thing we're calling Christianity and the, what we know on the, the TBNs and that stuff. And we've seen all these false fake, prophets and all this stuff who have benefited off the people and benefited off, benefited off the name of Jesus. And you're like, dude, that is whack. I'll never, ever, I don't want nothing to do with that. I'm, dude, I'm that guy. And I'll still stand here today and say, yeah, all that stuff is crap. But do I believe that there are real people in, in third world countries that there isn't a camera around them? You know, I mean, the stories that you read, the, the missionary uh, reports of people are like, dude, God is moving in these places that because it's it's unseen. It's unknown. The same way when Jesus would do stuff and, and he would say, dude, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Mm. Because the, because he was exposing their, their hearts of what they wanted, always wanting something. You know what I mean? And it'd be not to be this show. Mm. And so I believe there's stuff happening all, o all over the world. It's been happening. But, you know, Mr. So-and-so don't get the credit or Mr. Whatever million dollar corporations, you know, he's not going to get the credit because he's such a man of God. When God is the one who's who's doing this, you know, and, and so on the last on the last tour that I went on with Ryan, uh, you know, because I had seen the Mexico one and I was a little bit like, dude, again, being in the world and being in my business, like we're like, dude, I'm, I'm, my, my worry is that people are going to see them be like, oh, these guys are kooks. Mm -hmm. Just like you're saying, there's that thing in your head that says, dude, uh, come on, guys, I was with you. You know, I love the skating. I love the, 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 you know, hanging out with the kids and just giving them some positive vibes, but the healing, come on guys. I've seen this, this circus before. Mm -hmm. And dude, I was, I was the same way. And I'm like, man, but, but I know Ryan. And then even when I talked to Ryan, I was like, dude, what, what was up with that dude? Cause it was very healing heavy. And he was like, bro, it was only supposed to be a 10 minute, like little clip. He's like, but dude, God started doing things and it was blowing our minds that we Dude, we, you know, we tried to put it all in this documentary and just not even show everything because it was so incredible. So I think they were still buzzing off that. Like, this was nuts. So when we went, I went out with Ryan after this Idaho one, I was like, look, dude, you know me, bro. I'm not a showy, charismatic, Pentecostal. I'm like, I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe in the, the self-control of the Holy Spirit. I was like, dude, but if God wants to enter my life right now and throw me on the floor and flop around like a fish... <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it's legit. Yeah. yeah. I go, but I'm the first guy to tell you, dude, it's not legit. That's whack. And dude, I think you you're off on a you're off on you're a little off there, my friend. We've never yeah, seen it. We've, we've never been involved with any floppy. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, we've never I mean, we we've seen people do it and we're like, "Oh, that's fake." You know, whatever. Uh, but whatever. So as you know, I'm sure we'll get you a copy of the the next one when it comes out, but you know, uh, Ryan was just like, bro, just let's just go, man. I'm telling you, we go and we just we we stay open to to God and the Holy Spirit. And dude, he just he, he starts to move. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. I'm all about that. Because if it's legit, I'm gonna tell you it's legit. If it's not, I'm gonna tell you it's not. Yeah. And you know, we start hanging out with these kids. It's it's we're hanging out all these places. We start seeing there's so much going on, dude. There's there's suicide. There's dude, there's abuse in the homes. There's trafficking. The, their own parents are pimping them out. You know, but there's stuff that's going on that is wicked and evil dude so how are we gonna go and say hey god is the god of love he's 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 a god he loves you so much mm -hmm. they're like huh god loves me 
okay, well, tell that to the next guy that's going to, that my, 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 my uncles and my dad just, or tell that to my uncles who, who are, are raping and molesting me. Mm-hmm. So, dude, they need, a, a, dude, they need a touch from God, dude, you know what I'm saying? Or, or it's not real. We, we could talk till our faces are blue and, dude, tell them how great life is now because we, we trust and follow God. They're like, dude, I ain't buying it, bro. Mm-hmm. So when we're there's times we've talked with people and we're like, dude, and we've shared and they're like, cool, that's awesome for you guys. Thank you. We're like, well, dude, if you don't mind, can I just pray for you then, man? You know, just because I love you, I want you, to, I want you to know that I love you, man, and God loves you. And we, and when we lay hands on them, you know, and it's not a religious thing, dude. Unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, you know, nowadays we have the camera with us. It's just documentary, mm-hmm. but I, even that bugs me because I, I don't want it to look that way. Mm-hmm. But if you trust me, or like I said, Ryan, I trust you, bro. And I know that God is doing stuff, dude. And when we lay hands, we're like, okay, dude, how, how do you feel, man? Like, man, I, I feel okay right now. And it's just little, it's not, it doesn't have to be nothing crazy, but it's something that says, dude, hey, dude, we, trust me. Trust what we said to you. God, he does love you. I know you don't know that. But when we pray for them and God does something, and it doesn't all, it's not always manifesting itself in a healing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just laying hands on them. Dude, we've prayed over guys in the, in the, the, the prisons and we're like, dude, we're just going to pray for you, man. If anybody feels anything or, you know, we, we want to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're saying you and you and you are going to feel this. We're saying, dude, bro, if God touched anybody, bro, let me know. Cause I just want to make sure that we're on, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And we're asking these kids in these jails, did anybody, did anybody feel anything? Did God do anything? Just as, just like kids, childlike spirit. Just as curious as to see what God's doing, because it is God. It's not us. We're just being obedient and faithful to say, God, I'm going to say this this uncomfortable prayer. I might even look like a fool, but you know what? I, I want you to touch this kid's life, and I want you to save them. I, I don't want them to go to hell. I want them to be in heaven. And when we pray, and we're like, anybody? You know, it's like, it's like a lot. It's just a shoot. It's a, it's a crap shoot. Any, anybody? And they're like, bro. And then they're smiling the whole time. They're looking at us all mad dogging us, mm-hmm. eyes down, eyes staring at us, frowning, pissed off. And then we pray for them. It's like, hey, man, can I talk to you real quick? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, dude, that's that's that was Jesus, dude. And, and, and they don't know that Ryan and I are turning around going, yes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not in there like, oh, dude, I know exactly what I'm doing. Watch me. Look at Sonny and Ryan. We're so holy. <laughs> dude, we're turning around, leaving. We're like, dude, that was so sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that was so sick. How the Lord, the Holy Spirit, just showed up and touched those kids' lives, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I know I've already talked for a long time, but there was a story in the in the Montana one where I, I and we documented where I go up to this girl. She already said I don't believe in God. This is all crap, and she's like, but she couldn't lift up her arm. And then Ryan's like, Sonny, come here. Like Sonny, Ryan gets a kick out of it, mm-hmm. and I'm all uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, come pray for this girl. She she can't move her arm, you know. And I'm like, dude, why are you putting me on the spot, bro? Like, I'm I'm being honest, even in front of the girl. You you know what I'm saying? I'm, and then and then she's laughing at this. I think she thinks we're amusing at this point. And I just say, look, sweetheart, you know, dude, you, I I see you like I see my my kids. I love I love you. We love you. And 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 I'm just gonna pray that God does something, you know. And and, and if He does, cool. You know, <laughs> if He doesn't, man, He doesn't mean He doesn't love you. It just means we're, we're he's still working, you know, on your life and. And, dude, we pray, and sure enough, dude, to cut it short, she lifts up her hands, and she freaks out. And then, and, and, and I even I even call, and I say, sweetheart, I'm not here. I'm not BSing around. Like, look at me and tell me that you're not, you know, you're not, we're not joking around here. And she's like, I, I promise. My, I, I couldn't lift my arm until right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And that was, and if anything, I when even when I when I told her, I said, I'm gonna pray for you, but it's more so for me, not you. If I'm being selfish, <laughs> I just want I just want to know that God is here and He showed up and and He's gonna He's being faithful to our obedience because this is uncomfortable as heck for me to do this right now to pray over you and ask God to heal your arm because I already know that I'm like that's whack. I don't like that stuff. <laughs> so but when so- God, when God does it. It's awesome. And, and I was standing there in shock and I didn't even know. And then first instantly, because Ryan knows, you know, we know the protocol. Ryan's like. Thank you all for listening. I know that was a longer episode, but worth it, right? Pre-order Ryan's book, Kill the Noise, Finding Meaning Above the Madness right now at thewhosoevers.com and check out their full new documentary, also called Full Send. Also, for free at thewhosoevers.com. Enjoy. Hey, I'm not waiting for you.